Welcome to the Greystone Church Podcast. We are grateful that you're here. We pray that you will be blessed by this message and that God will impact your hearts. Let's listen in. Good morning, Greystone Church. My name is Justin Wojak. I'm one of the pastors, and I want to wish you a happy Memorial Day. And we want to take a second and remember all of those that are currently and have served, so then that way we can have the freedoms that we have today. So we thank you and remember those, and especially those that gave the ultimate sacrifice their lives. So again, remember those and their families today. Without you, we could not be here today. But we also want to say thank you to our amazing volunteers that make Greystone what it is, because without you, well, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And so again, thank you. We'd love to give our, our amazing volunteers and our staff team the Sunday off every once in a while to simply recharge because the summer is going to be busy and we have some amazing things planned, like sports camp. Sports camp is only two weeks away. I cannot believe that. And we still need you and your family to sign up to volunteer, you and your family to Spread the word in your neighborhoods, in your ball teams, wherever you are at to spread the word about sports camp. You can sign up to volunteer and register your kids at graystonechurch.com. It is Saturday, June 11th from 9 to 3 p.m., You do not want to miss it. So I am so excited that I get to share with you what God is doing in my life. So it actually starts back in spring break. And spring break was an amazing time of being able to recharge, to be 100% disconnected from my phone, from the computer, and even my watch, and be able to focus on my wife and my kids. We went down to the beach. It was such a great time. But just like any family, you have those ups and you have those downs. You have those moments where people are hungry, people are tired, no patience. And it was the Wednesday and it just kind of hit the pinnacle of the week. It was a real quick, intense moment. And afterwards, I went back to my spot. So my spot in my hotel room was in between the wall and the bed. I had a chair, my Bible, and my journal. We didn't have a balcony, so I was just gazing out um, over the ocean in my spot. But my purpose for that week was to get in the Word as much as I possibly could. So I was going through the book of Psalms. I was breaking down each chapter, breaking down each verse. I was writing about it. But after that intense moment, of getting ready after the day at the beach, we were going to go out to dinner. I went back to my spot and I just, for some reason, the spirit was like Galatians 5.22, the fruits of the spirit. So for some reason, like I I didn't go to Psalms and I just didn't want to read just that one verse. I wanted to read the whole section. And so Earlier this year, I got a new Bible. I got a new version, the NLT, New Living Translation. So I opened it up, and the first phrase of this section, it's called Living by the Spirit's Power. And oh my goodness, I I was like, all right, right, I'm in for a treat. Um, So I want to share with you what Galatians 16 through 24 has to say. So it's going to be on the screen. It's on our app. Go at it. If you have your Bible with you, go ahead and turn to Galatians 5, 16 through 24. Here's what it says. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. 
These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you're not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So guys, I read that and my jaw dropped to the ground. And I read this so many times before, but man, that Wednesday afternoon, it came alive and specifically outburst of anger. And I was just so convicted. So what I did was I got my girls together and I was like, girls, I I'm so sorry. I am so wrong for the way that I just acted. For Now, what I said was right, but how I said it, I asked for their forgiveness and let them know that the way that I acted was not right. And again, we prayed and it was like instantly the peace of God just came over that room, came over our family, and we had a great evening and the great rest of the week. So the purpose of today's message is for us to really take a look at ourselves, to take an inventory about those areas of of our life that we need to surrender to Jesus, but then also those areas that we need to have the Holy Spirit to produce that type of fruit in our lives. Because just like Jonathan said a couple weeks ago, sin splatters. So Obviously, we don't want that to splatter onto our family in a negative way. And that Wednesday, that's exactly what happened. I want the Holy Spirit to overflow from my cup over to my life, into my marriage, and into my family. So today, I want to give you some practical ways on how to do that. So the first question is can be found in verse 16, which reads, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So the question is, is are you allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your life? I can't answer that for you. So really take a look at your life. So what does that actually look like? What does allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your life, what does that look like today? So there's a lot of different answers that you can do and you can say that are all right. Going to church, being in a small group, being a part of Celebrate Recovering, serving as a family, giving as a family. Do you and your family give? Do your kids give? So I know for me, practically, here, here's the very most important thing that I do every single day, and it's scripture. It is memorizing scripture. 
So on our Family Goals podcast, which by the way, if you have not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe on our podcast channel, go to YouTube, and we even have a brand new Instagram page. So look us up, Family Goals podcast. You'll see us, follow us, like us. But a couple of weeks ago, Shanda Bell, uh, we interviewed her, the, the creator and the CEO of Elf on the Shelf. She was like, if you're not praying for your kids, no one is. And that like blew my mind. Because I'm like, I can't imagine not being prayed over. My parents prayed over us every single day, you know. Um, and of course, I pray over my children every single day. But the idea that these kids are going out into life without the armor of God, without anyone praying for them, like literally blew my mind. Let that sink in. If you're not praying scripture over your kids, over your marriage, nobody is. If you're not declaring victory for your kids, the victory for yourself, victory for your marriage, nobody is. If you're not binding Satan in the name of Jesus, nobody is. So scripture is the number one thing that I do to combat every single day. So here's some verses I want to share with you that if you do not know these, if you do not have these written down, if you don't have these memorized, go ahead and do that. So the first verse is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on in your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. The next verse is Psalm 37, 5, 6. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. He'll make your righteousness shine like the dawn and the justice of your cause like the noon day sun. Then we got Colossians 3, 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as you're doing it for the Lord and not for man. The reason why scripture is so important can be found in Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is living and active. Or in the New Living Translation, the word of God is alive and powerful. So then we also, then something that I'm always praying and always quoting is the armor of God, Ephesians chapter six, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, shoes of good news, shield of faith, and sword of the spirit. Again, guys, if you are not praying this for you, for your marriage, for your family, for your kids, nobody is. And so I wanna encourage you to, Every single day as you wake up, every single day as you go into those moments where you know, all right, this is going to be an opportunity for Satan to grab a foothold. For me, it's the mornings when we wake up, when we're tired from the day before. It is after school, getting ready for soccer. But most importantly, it's that time before bedtime. I'm exhausted. I am tired from everything else. And Forget what happens between when my girls leave and when they get home. The most important part of my day is when they wake up and when we put them to bed in that time and the car before soccer practice. And so I am constantly praying this over myself, over the situation, over our house, as I'm walking up with water for the girls before bed. Jesus, give me the Give me the fruits of the spirit. Give me love and joy and peace and patience, God. I, I bind Satan in the name of Jesus. So guys, that is one way that you can easily allow the Holy Spirit to guide your lives. And the reason why, why scripture is so important, just not Hebrews 4.12, but it can also be found in Psalm chapter one, verses one through three. 
Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the vice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord. They meditated on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. So what does allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your life look like for you? That's what it does for me. And these are things that I constantly do every single day. So it leads me to point number two or question number two. What sinful desires or sinful passions do you need to nail to the cross of Jesus today? So let's jump down to verse 19 through 21. It reads, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, decision, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. So out of that list, what's kind of making your skin crawl? What's making you sweat? You get this nervous feeling in your stomach. What's standing out to you? Like I said, outburst of anger, uh, that's mine. That is what I'm nailing to the cross of Jesus. That is what I'm constantly surrendering. Just not this one time, oh, it's done, because we're sinful human beings. And so I'm constantly having to give that over to Jesus every single day, multiple times a day. So what about it for you? So again, at the Family Goals podcast, our goal is to know God, it is to strengthen your marriage, and is to help your family reach its highest potential. So I want to I take this, just not asking yourself, but I want to ask, ask your spouse. I want you to ask, hey, what do I need to work on? And then I want you to take a step further and ask your kids, because man, when my kids like, Hey, Dad, you don't have self-control. Oh, what a gut punch. And what great accountability. So have that conversation. And if you don't know how to have that conversation, you just simply ask this one question. Honey, what can I improve on? You can just start it with that and just see and be open to allow the Holy Spirit to speak into you so then that way you can be the person that God has created you to be. So again, what desires do you need to nail? What desires do you need to surrender to Jesus today? So then that way, the Holy Spirit will overflow your life into your marriage, into your family in a positive way. So leads me to point number three. What fruit do you desire most? Let's go back to verse 16, and then we're going to jump down to verse 22. So verse 16 says, So I say the Holy Spirit guides your lives then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So if we allowing the Holy Spirit to guide our lives, then the Holy Spirit will produce this kind of fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But that Wednesday in the hotel room, I really wanted to understand and, and look at the definition of each of these words. So... Here's what they are. Love. Love can be defined as an intense feeling or deep affection. Joy, a feeling of great pleasure or happiness. Patience, the capacity to accept trouble, the capacity to accept suffering without getting mad, angry, or upset. Kindness, the quality 
of being friendly, generous, or considerate. Goodness, the quality of being morally good or virtuous. Faithfulness, the quality of being faithful. Duh. So faithful is remaining loyal or steadfast. Gentleness, the quality of being kind, tender. I love that word in mild manner. And self-control, the ability to control oneself and a particular one's emotions and desires are the expression of them and one's behavior, especially in difficult situations, a.k.a. in the mornings are getting ready for soccer practice, are at night after soccer practice, rolling in at 9.15, having these. So which out of these fruits of the Spirit do you crave the most? I know for me, what I crave the most is patience, is kindness, is self-control, and is gentleness. That is what I'm constantly praying, Jesus, that he will overflow into my marriage, overflow into my family, into my relationships with the girls. So what about you? What do you desire most? Which leads me to the application. Maybe you feel that you are absolutely alone. Maybe you feel like, yes, Some of these desires are bad and they're negatively influencing, but I don't know where to go. I don't know how to have the conversation with my spouse or with my kids or wherever you are at. I want you to know at Greystone Church that we are here for you. You can send an email right now to justin at greystonechurch.com and I will help you get connected. We have an amazing amount of small groups that are here for you. We have Celebrate Recovery. And if you heard a Shannon story on Mother's Day about what God can do even through the lowest points of your life, I'm telling you what, Celebrate Recovery is for you. You are not alone. So I don't want the rest of the day to go by if you feel like you are alone to reach out again at justin at graystonechurch.com. Talk to your campus pastor. Talk to that person that you're thinking about right now at church that you know that, oh my gosh, that person is going to help me out because we are here for you. So to recap, what areas do you need to fully surrender to Jesus today? What do you need to allow the Holy Spirit to guide your life, to overflow into your family, to overflow into your marriage, to overflow into your relationships? And then what fruit do you desire most? Before we continue on with the day, having fun, going swimming at the lake, at the beach, at the cabin, whatever you're doing, maybe you're just waking up, I want you to think about these things so then that way that you are knowing God, you're strengthening your marriage, and that you are putting your family to reach its highest potential. So let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you for this moment. I thank you for the work that you are doing here at Greystone, Lord God. And I just pray for that person right now that feels that they're all alone, that they don't know where to turn. Lord God, that they will reach out to that person that you're placing on their heart right now. Lord God, we just bind Satan in the name of Jesus from each family right now that is watching, that is listening to this, God, that your spirit will just continue to move in mighty ways this weekend, Lord God. And so I just thank you again for each person here that is hearing this word today, God, just overflow their cup, 
overflow into their marriage, into their family, God, and bless them. And again, we just bind Satan in the name of Jesus Christ, God, that you will just have victory on our marriage. You have victory on our families, Lord God, and that we will just do whatever we do, God, that will honor your name through everything, God. In your name that we pray, amen. Thank you so much for listening. For more of these messages or info on Greystone Church, feel free to visit our website, greystonechurch.com. We pray that you will have an amazing day.